Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Yeah. 
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 176 of Getting It Out podcast. That was Urn with the Palace of Devils and Wolves. And I got to tell you, usually I uh, listen to this shit before I play it here, but that was the, literally the first time I heard this band. Um, and I was fucking blown away by that track because, you know, the for fans of sound sounded cool enough to me. It said for fans of 80s Metallica, Mastodon, and Alice in Chains. And uh, I don't know that I heard much of that going on in there except for a little crossover, but it was fucking awesome. I love that. These guys are from London. They're a trio. Um, this is just a single, The Palace of Devils and Wolves. It came out June 4th, so uh, just just the other day. And uh, it's off of their, their June 25th released album, Serpent and Spirit, coming out on Candlelight Records. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, lots of cool stuff in that sound. Um, they, they describe it all sorts of ways, and they throw in a lot of bands that I didn't necessarily hear. So I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, you can discover it um, organically without any, without any additional input. Uh, check them out, Earn U-R-N-E. Speaking of organically awesome, this episode includes an interview with the fellas in Catan. Those two fellas, their names are Nick Thornbury and Brett Boland. You might know them from some other projects they did, and you'll hear all about that when we have our conversation and you intently listen in. We, of course, are discussing their brand new EP, self-titled EP that just came out on Prosthetic Records. Uh, It's available everywhere at this moment, so run quickly, go get it. But first, finish listening to this episode. Let's do the best crossover thrash band ever from New Jersey that made an intro song for Getting It Out podcast. This is Hot Zone. Yeah, what's good, all you bitches and bitches? It's the illustrious Hot Zone back at it again with another podcast intro. They said, oh, you want to do a podcast intro for the Getting It Out podcast? I said, oh, shit, I got to write a rap verse, don't I? They said, no, you don't got to write a rap verse. The hardcore podcast I said, all right, I think I can maybe make that happen. gentlemen it is a beautiful day i uh i did some things today and i'm exhausted i'm totally exhausted it's four o'clock in the afternoon i ran seven miles i did a very very bad rough run of seven miles um it might even have been some walking at the end i tell you that and i don't like to admit that but uh usually if, if i walk i disqualify the whole thing but i thought you know what it's 80 some fucking degrees and the sun is beating down because I stupidly ran in a, an area where there would be like no shade for miles. It was a very dumb idea. And my bald head, I guarantee you, is burnt to a crisp at this point. And uh, that's okay, I guess. But I got it in. got it in early today and I've been exhausted ever since. I'm run down. I'm beaten to nothing. But I did just wash my car for the first time in like four years. Who? Why do people wash their cars? That's a question that, I, that I'd like to know. I... I washed my car for the first time in like four years. It looks relatively the same. Maybe that's because I don't wash it at all. Uh, maybe it's because I don't care about 
automobiles. Uh, even I was actually considering buying a new one in the near future, but I don't think I'm going to do that. I, don't, I think I can just ride this one out until the wheels fall off as I've always intended to. It's a 2010. It's only 11, year old, 11 years old. 11-year-old things aren't that old. It should make it a little farther, right? 175,000 miles I think I got on it so far. This past year where I didn't drive like Dick uh, really helped. I only put like 9,000 miles in on it in a year and uh, that's down from the usual 20 I was doing so uh, that's pretty good uh, pretty good uh, it looks all right <laughs> it's a little beat up it got hit a couple times that I that I didn't get it fixed from because I don't care and uh, it works anyway that's my I wash my car anecdote for this episode why do people wash their cars though so much what is what happens I mean, my inside, I realized I had some Skittles grind into the carpet on, on my driver's side. And I don't mind that. I love Skittles. You know, I keep some around for extra. I'm not going to eat it. I just like knowing that it's there. It's a little comfort. Comfort food, right? That's what they call Skittles. That's what I call Skittles. Uh, world's greatest candy. Anybody who says otherwise is uh, plainly, they're wrong. Okay? They just, they're probably going to say something chocolatey. Chocolate's not really a candy. Okay? That's sweet. But it's not candy. It's not what I consider candy. Don't let's not go down this road. Let's not have this conversation because Brett and Nick and I are going to talk about disgusting things like McDonald's and uh, just, I don't know, disgusting riffs that they wrote for Catan. Have you heard this EP yet? It's awesome. It's been out for a few weeks. It's on prosthetic records. It's self-titled, so you don't have to think very hard about it. And it's, it's different. To prove it to you, I'm going to play a song from from that EP right now. I'm going to play the first song. This song is called Erase, and then we'll get right into my chat with Nick and Brett. Enjoy.
are Nick Thornbury and Brett Boland, right? Did I pronounce those names correctly? That's, that's it. That's sure. it. All right. Now, those were the easy ones. How do I correctly pronounce the band name? Uh, it is Catan. All right. That's what I was going to say. I just got to go with my gut, you know? There you go. Right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this word? Where does this come from? Uh, so, well, it comes from, uh, I stole Just it, say uh, it. Yeah, Just stole it straight from a Star Trek episode. Star Trek: The Next Generation episode. <laughs> okay, that's what like Google. A true fucking nerd. That's what Google told me, and uh, yeah, well, it was right. You know, I, I've yeah. learned to to never to never doubt Lord Google, except for <laughs> except for one time. I used to do this uh, this little game on here on this podcast where I would have I'd have people on, and I'd I'd spell them words, and then they would have to say it back to me correctly, and we, <laughs> and we would go by the. Uh, by the, the the official ruling was Google pronunciation. Oh, and uh, sure, that's correct. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with Google, but he tried to say or he she I don't know what you know I don't want to put a Google on a gender, but they said uh, accoutrement. Wait, that's that's the word. All right, accoutrement. They Google right. said it's it said it's a uh, accoutrement, and. <laughs> And as, as funny as I think that is, I don't think that's correct. So that's when I started not believing the things I find on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that Coot- sounds like a good. That sounds like a good, uh, good uh, reason. Yeah. That- <laughs> Wait a second. I believed every start- single thing I read on the internet until now. Until I heard. <laughs> that's how I- <laughs> yeah, we. Is this uh, this this episode of the show? I was just watching and. I don't even think I was like looking for a bad name or anything like that at the time, and I just saw it's like this kind of like super. I mean, it's a cheesy, you know, 90, early, late eighties, early nineties show, right? But um, yeah. I, was, I always think like I'm like, yeah, this kind of some like super dark like backstory stuff going on in in a lot of these things, and and this episode was about uh, like Picard like living this whole other like life like in his mind basically, and then it was about this planet that had died like ten thousand years ago. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking depressing so that works for me that's what i'm going for so picard i i'm not i'm not good with star trek oh yeah that does that mean it's is that is that next generation is that the bald guy yeah yep okay that's all i know too my brother my brother was really into that and uh and uh, i remember making fun of him for it but i wasn't i wasn't into much i wasn't into much cooler stuff so you know it didn't it wasn't really fair but no, I'm full. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm aware of who I am and what I'm into, so it's all it's all good. <laughs> A little self awareness never hurt anybody. Yeah, you know, like I said, you can be as fucking nerdy as you want, as long as you like can also be a semi-well-rounded person, which I hope I am. Like, I used to be a mechanic forever. You know, I like I I do normal shit. <laughs> so I hope like I'm like, like yeah, as long as you don't let like the nerdiness completely take over your life, I think it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but uh, but uh, unfortunately, most people can't find that balance. But that's okay. Um, so, <laughs> so um, I'm I'm a little bit familiar with both you guys in your previous uh, previous bands or cur- I don't know what's current or what's not. Uh, Nick, I, I really liked Vatnet Viscar, or I guess we just Vatnet then. And I don't know if I even I don't know if I was ever saying that correctly too. By the way, but it, well, sa- it sounds pretty like, close. We always pronounce it like that, but it's like Swedish, so I think. Techni- if you want to be real technical about it, it's probably Vatnet Viskar, but uh, I'm not Swedish, and so I just didn't say it like that. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I just had on um, Per Weberg. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. From uh, well, you know, he was in Opeth, and who's like one of my favorite bands, and uh, I couldn't. I I just like I I tried to like really figure out how to say his name correctly, and I just can't. You know, it's just something I yeah. I'm just not capable of it. Like I have this this terrible yes too 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 ignorant, and it's funny because because my wife is from Europe. She's from from Italy. So she can easily say all these names from all sorts of countries, and like it's no problem. And you just got me over oh, yeah. here just mumbling through. You know. We do our best. Yeah. We yeah. try. Yeah. Come on, we're a newish country, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some time. exactly. I've been stuck at home for a year. Everything's off. Um, but so uh, so the name comes from Star Trek. But when you guys have been doing other bands, uh, Brett, you, Astronoid, what else? What else do you got going on? There's a couple things, right? Me? Yeah. Um. It's mainly just Astronoid in this, and then I do some production work for some bands, and um, like I I did a record. There's this like really good death metal band called Mourned that I've worked with. They're on Maggot Stomp, and um, just like random shit. And I'm always doing stuff on my own, so nice. I have other things planned. But those are the two, like Catan and Astronoid, are the two main things at this point. Gotcha. All right. So when did when did Catan begin? How did you and and I guess it's should rewind or go back a little farther than that how did you two begin working together so we've been friends for probably like 10 years now or something uh and so it kind of started through vetnet actually we um like early 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 vetnet um brett worked uh with a few a couple of the guys in the band and um you know we had like a, a lot of mutual friends and we had like recorded this two song demo at at my place and we're like oh, we need someone to like i think we can record this like okay but we sure as shit can't mix it so we need to find someone to like at least make this sound somewhat presentable i thought i had it on my shelf over here oh <laughs> okay i got it somewhere yeah and like and you know brett came up and and uh we were super impressed and then i don't know we we saw our uh his band at the time had field and vetnet we played a bunch of shows together and just kind of been uh exchanging members and hanging out and doing whatever since then so that's how that started but then after um after i left vetnet in like 2016 like i think i always planned on writing more music at some point but um it eventually eventually happened and then it wasn't even really like a question i'm like brett i need you to play drums and record this please (laughs) and i said okay (laughs) <laughs> I see, that's, that's why you need those connections that's, that works out perfectly but I wouldn't I, and this may sound shitty but I wouldn't have done it if I didn't like it so <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't sound shitty that so, sounds that sounds legit uh, yeah I was just you know he sent it over to me and I'm like okay let's check this out and like I was like this is pretty cool and I was like, tell I me think, if this sucks <laughs> and I thought that I could do something with it that was a little different as well um, because I know what Nick has done in the past, and um, I know like what I am good at. Like uh, you know, I have my thing, and sure. he has his thing. And I was like, let's try to do this, and and like not just black metal it out, and have just blast beats over every song, and and try to make these um, like a a bit more like primal and a bit more um, just interesting rhythmically from the drum part, you yeah. know, and yeah. from the drum and bass perspective. So. And I thought I think it worked out, and I I love it. I I think it came out really well. 
Well, Even though when I'm writing guitar parts, I, all I can hear in my head is blast beats, but not because right. I want blast beats there, it's just because I can't <laughs> drum or come up with drum parts. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, blast beats. <laughs> it's funny, I was recently talking to somebody about about uh, people who don't know how to drum, like myself. And, like I, I think drumming is like the most complicated thing on earth. I don't know how anybody could ever do it. And uh, we're just talking about the uh, the way people people who can't drum program drums. And it's just interesting to me... Uh, if we can get any, if like if I if I wanted to program drums, if I could get anywhere close to what would sound, what, like, what would sound like what would actually be played, and I, I think it, there's no way, like there's no fucking way, like I can't, I can't even get close when I tap on something. There's no way I could program it. Right, that's I why I, I don't even bother know. trying with that because because of that reason exactly. I'm like, <laughs> no, I was like, I'm gonna send some program drums to Brett, and he's gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I think you need to understand. Like how the limbs work I on do. the drums, and if you can if you can get that, and you can understand how fast your right hand can move, like physically, you know, not like a robot. Right. I think you'd be okay, you know. But like I hear some some of these like uh, program drums on records, and I'm like, this guy has fucking ten hands, <laughs> and he's like, there's ten thousand toms being hit at the same time. And it's it's pretty ridiculous, but um, I do some programming sometimes too. But I have an electric kit that I um, do all my demoing with. It's a lot easier for me. Yeah, but you know what you're doing too. Yeah, yeah, you get you... <laughs> like drums for my whole life. Yeah, so I started there. That's my starting point. I had a I was in a band with an electric drum kit once for one night. We. Uh... We, so, <laughs> but you were in the band for one night. For one night, we played one show for one night. It was our practice too, and uh, it was our only show. Because a friend of mine, I called a friend of mine. And I said, "I see you got. I see you booking a show on this date. I think you should have my band play." And he's like, "Okay, great. Yeah, who, who's in your band? Like, I don't know yet. Well, whoever's there when we get there <laughs> is who's in yeah. the band." And uh, that sounds like guitar. Yeah, it was. It was. We had uh, we had a real drummer, an electronic drummer. Uh, somebody on the recorder. We had a guitar that was plugged in, a guitar that wasn't plugged in, and uh, I did vocals. And we successfully uh, evacuated the bar as we as we played. Because... <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. But uh, that's that's my uh, that's my electronic drum anecdote. All I think <laughs> of electronic drums. All I think of is that Zeo album, uh, the self-titled. Yep. The whole album is Which electric one is drums. It? Which one is that? Uh, is the that one with Five Year Winter and stuff. Uh, Trash can hands. Burn it down and walk away. Mm. The big one back in the day. Yeah, yeah, that... big album. <laughs> I fucking love Zayo. They were they were uh, pretty popular around here in Pennsylvania, uh, but I guess. I oh guess, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. From Pennsylvania? Yeah, like Pittsburghish area, not quite somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But um. They just put out a decent record themselves too. But anyway, enough about Zayo. Um, so, did you guys know the, the primary musical direction you wanted to take this thing? Is or is this just what happened with Catan? Is what happened with Catan? That's like, it, I think. Yeah, this is just. what I mean, like I just started writing just because I wanted to, and and just kind of like see what comes of it. You know, trying to like not be exactly Vetna Viscar, but uh, also like not. I know, I know my limitations and capabilities. I'm not gonna, you know, try, start trying to write a pop album or something like that. I'm just like, oh, let's just fucking write and, you know, be conscious, make it a little different, and see what see what comes out of it. And 
a lot of hours spent did into you, that. Did you really try to make it different, though? I'm sorry to be now interviewing you, but like, <laughs> oh, probably. Did, I you, mean, like... did you try? Because I know when I try to do something different, like, or I try, like, it. If I write, it, you just naturally progress, and that's from my perspective what I. Yeah, thought. and I think I do you think know, it's I, it's more of that. Wrote and you're in a new place. Yeah, I do think it ended up being more like that because anytime I try to write a certain way, it never happens. Like I said, Vetnet started like basically trying not trying to rip off Wolves in the Throne Room, but like try to like something like that. I'm like, oh, I want to be, I want to start a band that sounds like Wolves in the Throne Room. They're sick, and then it just kind of turned into its own thing. So like, you can't help like your whatever you're currently being influenced by, whatever you know, it just gets subconsciously stuck in the back of your head. It always works its way in, I think, um, which is great. Because uh, who wants to just make another band that's the same as a band that already does what they do? Um, so yeah, I mean, just I would say totally natural. Now I think at this point, I kind of have a, a, a better grasp of what it is. Um, like after this EP uh, was done being written and stuff, but um, yeah, the time is kind of just to go with the flow. Yeah, well, I I was going to comment that I can I can hear the similarities between Batnet and this, but it's not the same thing, obviously. Um, but I've, I've seen I've seen Catan kind of loosely categorized as death metal. There's certainly a lot of death metal in it, but I would I mean obviously I wouldn't call it just a straight up death metal band. There's a pl- plenty of progressive elements. Uh, it's a lot of melody. Uh, what, what do we call the atmospheric parts? Um, but I, but I guess like, it's like what you're saying. It's just kind of part of your thing, and there's an evolution to it. This was recorded back in, what, 2019? Yeah. <laughs> like... So so what is – first of all, I guess a couple questions from that then. What took so long to get it released, and what's – do you – would you – with huh, – how do I say this? With what you're, I assume, writing with Catan now, does that sound the same? Uh, well, so it took so long, I guess, is a combination of just regular life shit. So Brett's got asteroids, obviously very busy. Um, I probably around that, maybe like six months before that started a new job. It's getting super fucking crazy busy and everything like that. So it's kind of like trying to figure out that balance a little bit. And then also, um, just, we weren't in a rush to do this. Like I specifically had said from day one of this, I'm like, I want this to be exactly like we want it. I do not want to rush this. Like I probably said this in like every fucking interview so far, but I'll say it again. Is that like, I read an interview with, with a um, ghost like years ago. And there's a quote from him saying basically something to the effect of like, well, well, we were a band for two years before we announced we were a band. And I was like, that is good because like, they got their shit together before like they went like public with this. And, and I, I just thought that was great and really like appreciated that. And I'm like, you know what? I did the grind with that net. We played a, a lot of shows. We toured well, we a also, lot. We've learned a lot. From yeah. We've right, learned yes, a lot. Right. And I'm like, I just don't need to be fucking, I'm not like we're above that. Like I don't, I, I do never want it to sound like, Oh, I, I don't want to play these small shows and this and that, but it's not what this band is trying to be. I want this to be like a super professional from is. day one. Yeah. Like, you know, this is like um, planned out and everything. And as far as the new stuff we're writing, I'd say it's again, probably like a natural progression. Like um, it sounds, yeah, similar, um, but hopefully better. 
Right. Right. Well, I'm I'm looking at the the tracks right or the sessions right now, and we started recording this in June, 2019, and then <clears throat> pretty much what happened was there's some asteroid tours from September on, and then the pandemic. Right. And pretty much in February, and we just kind of kind of stalled there, and then I think I finished mixing it during that, like during the lockdowns. And then uh, working with labels and like getting stuff out just takes time. And sure. Yeah. Like, especially like the vinyl, like the album's out and the vinyl's delayed. Like, it's yeah. just you the know. vinyl pressing. He's like, yeah, it's like seven months now to get vinyl pressed and, yeah. and it still ended up getting delayed. Um, yeah. I was like, so, okay. Well. And we, we were ahead of it. Like, we, you know, like I thought we were, we would be able to avoid because we planned so far in advance, yeah. but like, I don't know. It, it happens. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to. I, I wanted to look this up because last time it came up too. But June, it was June eleventh, twenty nineteen, that uh, we uh, did the drums for this, and I'm pretty sure it was hot as fucking hell when I did those drums because the air. Con- we remember, we remember we had to turn the air conditioner off. I remember uh, Brett just <laughs> saying like I didn't go to the gym all week in preparation for doing these drums, and then by the time we finished, because we did it in like two days, the drums I think, and by the time we finished, you basically couldn't walk. <laughs> That's a good workout, then. You don't need to go to the gym. No, no, especially after that shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you, which, which, uh, all right, so let's, let's go on a workout tangent. Do you, either of you guys work out in any way? Are you nothing? Uh, I, I, I do when pretty much like um, throughout the whole lockdown, I was pretty good about it. And then I would go, I went back to work and I went back to work for four days a week and I did 10 hour days and I was walking about 12 miles a day at work. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, I would get home after a 10 hour day and be like fucking zonked. So, um, I'm, I, I didn't want to work out anymore. And then now the baby, um, we just had the baby, uh, on the 29th of March and my wife and I are just, we're lucky if we sleep, Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. We're so uh, we're, I'm, I need to get back at it because I'm, I don't know, I'm losing weight, but <laughs> yeah, get back up there. I like, I, I like used to be good about. I used to go to the gym pretty regularly and everything, but uh, last couple of years have been pretty, pretty slack off. Pretty, just uh, I'm, I'm still like trying to figure out like the life balance thing. I think constantly, so and I haven't quite gotten there yet. But uh, you know, someday. But same thing. It was funny. Same thing. I'm like, how am I losing weight? I'm not doing anything. My fiance fucking hates me. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? I'm like sitting there just like, eating ice cream, and she's like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, awesome though. Yeah, oh, I love it. It's great. Well, it's, the beer's been my problem, man. I've, I I jumped to like the uh, – I was doing great for, for the pandemic. I was losing weight too. It was, I, was, I was losing weight before then. I was losing weight then. I'm, I, yeah, I'm not too bad anyway. But uh, but now I've been drinking like these super fancy, expensive, you know, big-ass beers. <laughs> like, 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 that'll do it. Like, and I, I just can't, like, I can't stop, which makes it sound like a problem. But I mean, I could stop. I just don't want to. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're delicious, you know. Like, like, I'm having one now, and it's like, I don't want to go back. I don't, I don't want to go back to drinking light beer or even. It looks I don't, like you're drinking something hazy. It is a uh, well, it's called Bingo Pajamas Double IPA. Oh yeah, and well, it's uh, yeah, it's 
I, you know, they don't have the calories on here, which I'm sure it's like which is 400 good. calories just in this one thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. I went to Germany with my wife, and then we went with Asteroid, and we went to the Hofbrau, mm-hmm. um, like the hall, the beer hall, and like ever since, I just get Hofbrau. Like, I, <laughs> He's I just, just loyal. It's my favorite beer. It's like how some people just drink Budweiser. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I had my child, and now I'm a one-beer man, just like everyone <laughs> becomes when they, when they have a kid. See, I, I, I did, when I had my kid, when I had my kid, I went to the light beer. And uh, since then, now now they're you know they're fourteen and, and about to be eight, so now it's time to go to the you know the the, the higher shelf. Just for, okay. just, yeah. just well, you know they won't like yeah they can live on right. their own somewhat. Yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah. They're, they're set. You know, who needs to watch them? Good yeah. eight percenters every night. Ten. Man, <laughs> I switched to. I made a big. I don't know. Last last couple of years, I've, I've kind of like got off like i was drinking a lot of like heavy beers and i kind of just like migrated to almost exclusively like whiskey and scotch oh yeah what's your uh, what's your go-to there what's the best one like so i was like let's see whiskey i like a rye whiskey honestly for like a regular like i like rye a lot better than bourbon a whistle pig so from like my standard drinking whiskey i'll have a Right. Yeah, I'll probably get like bullet rye or something like that. It's just that's my go-to. Like, I have a big bottle of that. But then I've been like slowly, like every once, a, like once a month or something like that, I'll go to the liquor store and just like look for some expensive bottle of scotch. I'm like, this looks expensive, and just like, <laughs> so, like let's try, let's try this out and see how it is. And like, uh, I tried this uh, Lagavulin one. It was. It was. I thought I was gonna hate it because it was like super peaty and smoky, but it was like it was so smooth that it just made up for it. I'm like, this shit is. So I think I've amazing. had that one. I think, yeah, it's very peaty. Yeah, it is. It definitely tastes like you're drinking a woody barrel, but that, you know. that's you're, a good. That's you're a good looking move. a rock in a woods. <laughs> that's a good move. We watched. We we. Well, I rewatched and my wife for the first time watched Mad Men during this whole thing, so it got me on a yep. big. Yeah, so I was. I was I've doing never the same watched thing. it. Well, you do it, and then where, do it, and then you'll. Where can I watch? I think it was on Netflix. Um, okay. It was. I don't know if I it still it. is. But the then, internet exists. It's somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but I the, won't use it. Won't look up. But oh, that's good. <laughs> I know. I love. I love that. I love that. I will not do it. I will not use Google. Um, no, I'm gonna bug. I'm gonna bug everyone I know and ask them questions before I Google anything. <laughs> That's, that's the way. Well, there used to be that thing you could. There used to be that thing you could yeah. send people. Uh, here, let me Google that for you, and it would. Oh man, yeah. that was so good. <laughs> I was yeah. just telling my fiance about that the other day, or like the thing in forums that you could like it would like grab the hand away from like the new post button. <laughs> <laughs> we nerd out on forum talk. I could go there too. But let's <laughs> let's get back on track because I got us way off with several things. It started out working out, and then it became. Drinking and then forums. So let's go back to your band. How much? Well, all right, no, let's go. Let's just do the prosthetic thing. How did how did the prosthetic come about? Where this record just came out on prosthetic records. How did you get hooked up there? Is this from past uh, bands? Is what's how, where does prosthetic records come into play? Yeah, so I was like very kind of interested to see with this whole process. I'm like, well, we like worked our asses off with you know Vatnet and Brett's still working his ass off with Astronaut and stuff like that. I'm like, let's see, let's see if any of this pays off now. Uh, but so there's this guy Steve Joe, uh, who's like A and R for Prosthetic, and he was A and R for Century at the time that um, Vatnet got signed over there, and he he signed us over there. So he is an awesome, awesome dude, and probably one of the only people who like 
kind of like still keep in touch with um semi-regularly from from those days yeah. so um i it was not really a question i was like well i'm gonna send it to him see what he thinks like you know maybe we'll go with prosthetic maybe we, we won't maybe they won't even offer us anything who knows you know just but, a uh, shot in the dark there yeah you know it's just like well hey everyone yeah yeah, let me see see because i mean we were ready to like especially being an ep we're like well, well maybe you know we'll just self-release it or see if some small label wants to do it or something but um yeah i sent it to sent it to steve and he's like oh i really like this we don't really do eps but you know um you know i could probably you know find something to help you out and then you know we'll talk full length and then uh, apparently the other people at prosthetic liked it enough to just full-on release the ep i was like all right well that's that's good. We'll take it. And uh, I really, really like working uh, with Steve and I trust him to not screw us over, which is probably like <laughs> the biggest thing. Right. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, very nice so far, you know, just pretty, pretty laid back. They help us out and I'm happy to be happy to have the opportunity, really. You know, I've heard I've heard similar similar stories regarding prosthetic over the last I was, I was actually over the last year. Um I had a who was it Sir, Sermon. I don't know if they're still in prosthetic, but Sermon, a cool prog band after out of uh, England, and uh, same kind of deal. Well, actually, without even any kind of uh, ties, they just sent it out there and they said, "Fuck it, we'll do it." And and and, and then there's other things on the other spectrum of prosthetic, like uh, ACXDC, which is you know just fucking power violence and prosthetics right. doing that. Just, so I think I just I'm, I've been real impressed with what they've what they've the, the roster of the label lately. And uh, I was listening to you guys just and, and this I think this is obviously a thing that uh, this to me, this is what labels are best for now as a listener is that I see something that comes out on prosthetics. So I'm going to listen to it. I don't know if I was going to listen to Catan before that. I just saw that it was a new release on prosthetic records. So I'm going to fucking check it out. And luckily I did. And I really liked it. And, uh, that's really cool to hear because that's yeah. how it used to be. Right, right. And then it, we walk, we went away from that. And I'm hoping that maybe labels can become that sort of like, um, you know, like I, I love movies from A24. I'll watch anything that A24 puts out. I'll watch almost anything Bloomhouse puts out. You know, it's just like I like those production houses. And it used to be like I used to listen to everything that came out on Trust Kill when I was in high school. Uh, yeah, you know, damn I right. Everything that came out on Victory <laughs> Records. I listened to everything that came out on um, Relapse at that time with like Dillinger and all that shit. So it's like, I want to go back to that because that was awesome. And yeah, you'll just, at least like check it out. Yeah, and like when the, I feel like over the past X amount of years, maybe like the past ten years, it hasn't been a label-oriented business anymore. Well, it, it is, you know, what I mean? yeah. like labels like this and they do their thing, but like people don't go follow labels. But now, like, these underground labels are coming out, like Maggot Stomp, like I said. And, sure. like, there's a bunch of, like, um, like desert rock labels and, and, like, all these doom, like, awesome little, like, pockets. And it's cool that that's coming back. And it's almost easier for these labels to put out music um, and then, like, kind of garner these small like relationships with these, like, little pockets of genres. And it's so Even, like... fucking cool that it's coming back. Even like when we were starting Vetnet, like you know, you see all the like 
quote unquote like cool metal labels, you know, you know, or I guess Gilead isn't really like a label, but you know, I'll lump them in there. But you know, Profound Lore and uh, Southern Lord and all these labels and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, they're like, or Sergeant House, like all these labels that are just like grabbing up every like cool like hip metal band they can and i'm like yeah that's like smart and then i guarantee you same thing like probably there's probably plenty of bands i listened to from you know those those labels at the time that uh i never would have checked out otherwise but uh, i'm not cool enough for a lot of that shit so (laughs) season of mist another good one season of mist is a lot of variety too but um and 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 i think that's a thing like uh like uh like prosthetic that's what i'm saying that it even like I mean you're talking about uh, profound lore or you know the, the, all those that you just listed. I, I feel like I kind of know what I'm going to hear there. I'm probably wrong, but I feel like I probably know what I'm gonna <laughs> hear, uh, when I listen to the stuff that's coming out on there. But like prosthetic and uh, and the others that there it was just some it might be different and it might, but it will still be good. I got trust in that. But with prosthetic has always been very eclectic. Same with um, relapse and like I, I kind of yeah, relapse might take the together. cake as far as eclectic. Well, relapse is yeah. all over the place. I don't know how I was th- yeah. I was thinking about this the other. Or I was talking to my friend whose whose band's on relapse the other day about how, how I don't I don't know how I don't know how they possibly keep track of their <laughs> their release schedule. It's it's so constant for so many years. It's so many yeah. records. How do you how do you even stay on top of that? I, I don't know. You know, like as soon as one's out, there's four more. It's it's impressive, but it's it's a lot. Yeah, I I'm a huge fan of nothing. I love nothing, and um, shit, I mean, it's awesome. Here, it's <laughs> awesome. Well, my point is, it's awesome that nothing can be on the same label as Dillinger and Mastodon and, and yeah, Genghis Tron and right. all that shit. That Genghis Tron record is so good. The new one. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very good. Um, so, all right, let's go back to you guys. Is this meant to be a studio project, or is this going to be a band that actually exists outside of the record? I, I, I think we're going to play shows. We just want to make sure that when we do, we can like just put our vision out there and uh, make it a good show, you know. Um, but we're really in no rush right. to do that stuff. And yeah. um, in terms of other like members and what we would do like we know enough people who would love to play you know so um, got them lined up yeah, yeah they're it's called asteroid probably yeah. <laughs> hey guys you busy friday we got we got a show learn these yeah. songs but i'm really um, lucky to have a bunch of friends that uh can can do this shit so i would be like i'm fine with um working on studio shit and then i'm like I would love to play it live one day. I think it would be really fun. But like, you know, Nick's busy. I'm busy, so we'll see. You know. Yeah, I think it's like it's definitely the plan. But um, yeah, like you said, like I said before, it's not like we're above small basement shows or something like that. But I, this this project is not going to do that. Just not, not arenas only. That. Yeah, yeah, arenas only. Yeah, if we're not opening for that goddamn Rammstein tour next year, it just got postponed. Then I'm calling it quits. That's a good we move. We need fog, machines, man. We just need fog machines. Wherever fog machines can happen, we will play. I think. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that, but that, not Boston. So you so just need anywhere a, but Boston. You need an electrical outlet, is what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> That's right. We can't use fog machines in Boston, right? Yeah, no. Unless you have no. like some crazy like venue license or something. What's up with Massachusetts? Why do you guys always got weird ass rules? Like, wasn't tattooing illegal until like yesterday? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I think I, I live in so I'm in New Hampshire, but I'm like right on like the border is like in my backyard to Mass. So like, all my in... tattoos have been in New Hampshire, so I'm not sure. I lived in Massachusetts like my whole life, but now I live in Connecticut, like a true asshole. So. Yeah, you must be rich. I am absolutely rich. That's <laughs> why. Totally. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm in this concrete. I live above a machine shop. Yeah, but, a, t- a Tesla dealership. Is that what you mean? We are. I am in that area. Though. Yeah. I am in New Canaan, um, Norwalk, like that, like Uber rich area. Because my wife works for NBC Sports full time, and so we moved there. We moved here for her to take that job that's awesome and that um i just you know it's definitely what i think when i go to really... brett's apartment i'm like wow brett's so rich <laughs> <laughs> look at this paint peeling off the walls yeah hey man it's, it's connecticut so it's connecticut it's it's a pretty big place like we recorded all we recorded the album here I li- so i live above a machine shop and it's like a pretty big apartment and it's like 15 foot um high ceilings and we recorded drums it's a loft yeah. so we recorded drums in like the main area of the house or the, the apartment so it's perfect for myself and my wife like we were pretty artsy fartsy people so uh we're into it so we we're going for space over luxury and most people around here want the luxury so we lucked out and got a pretty <laughs> cool place yeah you know i don't even know if i've ever like it been in Connecticut other than to drive through but uh I just like pretending that it's only rich people so yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever really spent much significant time there besides at Brett's apartment and the You're immediate areas the McDonald's this, across the street this particular area is pretty weird um I don't know what's you, I'm not gonna go. you, you mentioned Mc, you mentioned McDonald's um there's a McDonald's across the street uh what is yeah. your go-to order at McDonald's uh, Mine's bread. double cheeseburger, McChicken, and a fry. Dollar menu guy. Yep. Yeah. I think I usually just get like a couple cheeseburgers, shitload of nuggets, and maybe some fries. Oh, so you should be living in Connecticut then, you Mister Mister. Yeah, Mr. yeah. Rich. Rich. yeah. <laughs> Although somehow I'm like, didn't this cost like four dollars when I was a kid, probably, <laughs> or at least I imagined that, and now it costs like twelve dollars and like to make me full at mcdonald's i'm like what the hell <laughs> all right maybe, maybe on uh payday i'll get a, a number one you know i'll get the big mac meal and, and really wow <laughs> spend really... that connecticut money <laughs> yeah, it goes far i i feel like at one point in my life the thing that i said that there was th- three things that i probably said the most it was it was yes it was no and it was mcdouble no pickle and that was you know that <laughs> But now it's been a long time. I, I can't tell you the last time. But uh, yeah, you know, like there's the a worst. difference between the, uh, a McDouble and a double cheeseburger. Of course I do. It's one piece of cheese. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's insanity. <laughs> Why the fuck is there a difference? It's like a fifty cent piece of cheese. You know, that's the that's the crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, they don't have McDoubles here in Connecticut. I think they got rid of them. I think they've been. <laughs> they only have. Double cheeseburger because if you can't afford the double cheeseburger, get out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually kick you out of the drive-through line. They just they get the fuck out. 
<laughs> I believe it, man. It's fucking Connecticut. But all right, so so enough about McDonald's. I think we've covered all we can about McDonald's and probably Connecticut. But uh, I don't know. what? You can continue on McDonald's. Like you have to remember, you're talking to two guys who have toured a lot. So there's okay. a lot of McDonald's. All right, well, fine. Let's. We even. We even. There was one day we went to KFC Taco Bell. Me and the other guy in Astronaut. Nick, were you there? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you would know. So we, we had, a, like, the big box meals from KFC Taco Bell. We got, like, everything. And then after we had dessert, we got cheeseburgers from McDonald's across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Was this one uh, KFC Taco Bell? Is that, like, where they have the buffet? Oh, no. I've never seen that. Well, it's, we it's, 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 it's a little dis- sign. It's, it's a little deceiving because it's not like there's a Taco Bell buffet. It's like usually. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I remember. I remember from college. Yeah, but I can't. All right, that's. A- <laughs> well, no, 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 no. So, so you started this, Brett. Yeah. So, all right. All right. So, so for a guy who's only been East Coast, I've been, I've been Baltimore, and I've been Pennsylvania. That's it. Ball, you know, fucking. I know McDonald's is everywhere. You guys have toured all over the place. So, like, we got Hardee's down here. But that's not a thing everywhere, right? It's it's also Carl's Jr., right? Yeah, it's like Carl's Jr. out west, and then up here, we don't even have it. We don't um, have it. No. It stops, I think, where you are. I think it hits you. <laughs> yeah, probably. I feel like, yeah, Pennsylvania, Maryland. It's that seems like Connecticut. the cutoff. Once you get yeah, to, like, New York and shit, everything just stops, I think. We have a Duchess in Connecticut, like right down the street. I've of never, course you do. I've never it's, even heard of it. A Duchess. Yeah, Dude. they have they have everything on the menu is the big D wow. blank. Wow. The big yeah. D chicken, the big D double cheeseburger, the big D. <laughs> I think there's one called the big D, like dog it's like a hot dog or a, or a wiener i don't know it was, <laughs> I was like, that's, too that's too good that's all i can think of i know of course there better be a hot dog on that menu <laughs> all right but okay all right all right well, let's get off of fast food um brett for you for asteroid asteroid who i'm not as familiar with as i am with vatnet um but uh, but i am familiar it's not as heavy as Catan, right right so is this was this, uh, have you done other bands, you know, this heavy, or is this the heaviest thing that you've done? I think this is the heaviest thing that I've done that I've put out, for sure. Yeah, Brett listens to more, like, like the heaviest, like, craziest shit than anyone I know, I think. Which is funny, <laughs> because I guess, like, you just listen to Asteroid and you don't think that, but it's definitely true. No, I love heavy music. I It has been my favorite forever. Like, you... You mentioned that power violence band, and I immediately saved it because I love that shit. Like the Locust <laughs> is one of my favorite bands of all time, um, but I, I just I just love that shit. And I've, I have like I've always written heavy stuff, but I've never had the group of people like Nick said. Like I've never had the group of people that would want to play it with me. Right. You know what I mean? So like I would even say that Catan isn't as heavy as I would like to do. <laughs> You know, I think it would be a lot of fun to be in just like a really disgusting metal band, like like Morbid Angel type stuff, like yeah. DSI type stuff. 
Um, and I would I would have a ball doing doing that shit. Could you fully commit though? I mean, I feel like if you're in, no, like no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I would love to do it. I have a I have an album that I have like I'm almost like it's pretty much done, and it's. I just need to record vocals for it, but I, I don't have anyone to do it, and I can't do it. But um, maybe one day it'll come out. But it's de- it's heavier than Catan. Would you say it's heavier than Catan, Nick? You know what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's weird, but we'll <laughs> maybe one day. It's like a mixture of Portal and like other stuff, like in that. <laughs> but it doesn't sound quite like a leaf blower. So right. Yeah. There. Yeah. A yeah. power washer, Brett. More of a power washer than a leaf blower. Oh well, power washer is way more satisfying, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know if you. I mean, it doesn't sound like you have a have a lawn, but when you do, when you get to power wash the sidewalk, that's way better than leaf blowing it. I love mowing the lawn. So. Yeah, I just got done mowing the lawn. Let me tell you, and I use the I use the leaf blower, but that doesn't compare to the first the first week of of spring when I got to power wash the fence. That that's the real deal. <laughs> And now you just became a dad, so you need this is important, right? Like, I know. And I need to go. You know, there's a fence that shares with the neighbor. Maybe I'll just go start power washing their fence. Dude, go go rent one and then power wash yeah. it. Is you'll be just be out there with a beer with no shirt, like <laughs> yeah. So Uncle Eddie, like when he's emptying the the shitter. <laughs> That's the way to go. <laughs> All right. All right. So. Um, Katan, the EP came out on uh, May seventh. It's self-titled. What's that about? Couldn't come up with a name. That's I think it. it's mostly well. <laughs> I guess it's kind of an introduction, and then also uh, I hate writing lyrics. I hate naming. Th- it's so fucking hard. It's but easily for me the hardest part of the whole thing is like I don't know what to write about. <clears throat> Just naming the band is hard enough, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, like um, names the band. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like, uh, um, song names I don't think are that bad, but like, yeah, I don't know. Nothing jumped out at me. It's like this needs to be called this, and it, it this is kind of like a loose collection of uh, th- songs, like thematically, I would say. So, um, nothing, no like big overarching concept besides just fucking depressing um <laughs> so um yeah i don't know we'll have something for when it comes to album time and it won't just it's be on like too. baroness like uh the colors, colors or yeah. uh, the numbers or whatever i love that i think that's really oh it's great i just couldn't pull that shit. i think you're gonna be like really cool to pull something like that well off. if baroness ever switches it up i'm gonna be really upset because exactly you know, like yeah the art better not change the the name of the records better not change uh, well, he does the art. So I know, I know, but yeah. you know, but uh, but 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 I've got a record collection that needs to stay consistent. I'm a yeah. little annoyed that the spines are different. That's how that's how anal <laughs> I am about it. But yeah, I agree. I'm with you. But uh, so, so okay, so um, uh, oh fuck, you. I think I think I kind of already asked this, but I'll, I'll try it again. Do you? Since yeah, I know you're not in a rush, but is is there reason to expect anything more recorded from Catan in the near future? Now that this was done so long ago, or are you guys just riding this one for as long as you'd like? I said that so, really strange. Sorry. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was just talking to 
uh, Steve at the label the other day and stuff about this, and we were kind of thinking about it because, like, knowing how long <laughs> it takes to get, you know, things physically made and, and all that, um, I don't think it will be as long. Um, just gotta make sure it's good. Obviously, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna put any crap out. Hopefully. Um, well, well, I know oh. we'll think that. It's just whether, whether you know. Um, so It'll be know. crap. But will it be, you know, well received crap? But uh, no, I, 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 I'm feeling pretty good about at least like half the stuff uh, we're writing right now. So I think it's like it's it's coming together. Um, and uh, Brett and I have been kind of hammering away at it a little bit more lately. So I, I'm hoping it's not as long of a process this time. But but we'll we'll see how how the world goes. I guess. No promises. Well, but it should be. Still, you just—I mean, it just—it just officially came out. So May seventh, right? So, so what's the what's the feedback been so far? With now, it's been out almost a month, well, like twenty days. I don't think I've seen anything like straight up bad yet. I think it's been uh, seen, awesome. Yeah, we're, for, for our brand new project from like two fucking no ones. I think it's great. You know, our bands weren't like Astronaut's not huge and. Like, Vatnet wasn't the biggest band ever. So, like, just the fact that we could put something out and have people listen to it is awesome. And yeah. the all the stuff that I've seen has been awesome. People have been really receptive to it. Um, the thing that is so funny to me is how dark everyone has been saying it is. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that was great. <laughs> and I, I just think it's so funny because it's, especially for me, coming from, um, like, we're the the happy metal band with Asteroid, yeah. And then and then putting this out, and then just having it be the absolute complete opposite, and like even to the point that people think that I I stopped doing Asteroid, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're too upset. What happened to this yeah. guy? <laughs> I've, read, I've read that like Asteroid that, that I'm done with the band, and I'm like, whoa, that's. I didn't know that. Surprise. (laughs) Yeah, that's a surprise to me. That guy's going to be really surprised when the next Astronaut album comes out. Well, you know, they're going to put it together and be like, well, money doesn't buy you happiness because clearly this rich guy moved to Connecticut and now he's putting out this real. Yeah. That's what the next album's going to be about. (laughs) I've been with uh, the reception and and I'm just pumped that uh, we get to put out something new and people are checking it out you know no one has to listen to it like we're not and we're not fucking james hetfield and Lars putting out a new project or james hetfield and um, fucking (laughs) carrie you know it's it's not what it is so i'm thrilled and i love the songs and i'm really proud of what we did yeah i think that's the like i mostly it was just like i just want to release music again it's like it's there's nothing like it I don't know why it's it's just awesome. I, I love doing it. I love writing, um, and if people like it, that's th- th- just that much better, you know. Um, just a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. But uh, yeah, it was a win for us because we like it, and it turns out some other people turn. You know, yeah, <laughs> and it's like yeah, it, it's. I feel like sometimes it's easy to to kind of um, not forget or like like just kind of lose sight of, of like how. <laughs> how fortunate we are to be in a position that we can just start this new project and be like, Oh yeah, it's on prosthetic. Yeah. It's on, yeah, it's this and that. I'm like, man, yeah, I would yeah. have murdered someone 
in my you know when I was like eighteen to like for any of this to be happening. Um, Just to have prosthetic listen to it. Oh God, yeah, and it's like I, I thought about this many times, like during during vetnet times and i'm like it's not it's not an ungratefulness it's just like this it's like a natural tendency to like always look forward look to the next thing i think like what can we do to make this better sure um it's not like a because yeah i'm very i'm absolutely it's it's hard to stop and smell the roses sometimes when you have when you're so focused on what you want to do and and you're working so hard towards it like you can really forget of like you know what you've done, who we've toured with, and like it could stop now, and I would be like, "That was awesome," you know. Yeah, that ride yeah. was great. Like all the bands I've toured with, all the people I've met, all the friends I've made, and all the music I've made. It's like cool. It could stop right now, and I'd be yeah. happy. But you know, I'm insatiable. I think it peaked when we Vetnet did a tour with Dillinger, and I was like, "Oh, you know that band I've been listening to uh, <laughs> since I was in middle school. No big deal." Like, and I'm just like, I, I basically said this, and like, yeah, I think I could just like, if our van crashed on this tour, I think that's fine. I'm okay with that. This is a fine <laughs> way to go out, you know. The van flip tour. No, that's that's. Uh, well, speaking of Vatnet, I gotta ask you, Nick, were you by any chance the overly enthusiastic member of that band? Uh, so basically, so that band, it started out with me and Chris, the other guitarist, um, just kind of on a whim. I gotta know, what do you mean by overlay? Okay, yes, that, that, that might help. Um, I remember seeing you guys with, I don't, I want to say maybe it was a Paul Bear Tombs tour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's a tour. In, in Baltimore at the Metro Gallery. And I remember... Somebody from Vatnet, and it's, it's it was you or the other guy, who was just going ape shit the entire time. And I remember one of my, fr- I remember one of my friends looking at me and going, "Does this guy like know what type of music he's playing? Like it just like didn't fit. It didn't fit." The- <laughs> it, I bet my life it was Casey. I bet it could have been. It could have been Casey. It could have. How long I mean, was his hair? I don't remember long I'm, hair. Oh. Trying to think of that show. I remember a beard and, and short hair. That might might have that was probably me. I th- might have jumped off something. I think at that show, which I only did a couple times. So this must have been right around when we toured with Dillinger too, because then I'm like, I'm going to jump off shit now. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, we always said, like, I, I don't know. It was like funny because I, I, you know, I, I used to be like freaking metalcore hardcore kid back in the day and this and that and I, and I always just loved bands like Dillinger whoever that were like just I'm like they're so fucking into it they're going so crazy they're just nailing it and just like the energy and I, and I think a lot of us in the band were like that like came from that sort of background so um, I think that you'd see that that creeping cool. in sometimes you know yeah you. it might have been you and I'll have you know I bought a a shirt that evening with uh, upside down David Cross on it. Ooh, yeah. And I don't even have one of those. Well, you, I could have. You know, I could have. I just. I literally just sold it on eBay for ninety nine cents. <laughs> so, not because I didn't like it, but because I don't need to wear a two X anymore. I've. I've. I'm, I'm way good. past That's that. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I was gonna say. I think I have. I found a couple the other day, and it's only like I have like okay a two X, and then like another. I'm like I wear like a medium to large, and I'm like yeah, I ain't gonna fucking. I have a small that you could have that you gave me. Oh. 
I don't think that'll work either. That's just motivation. Okay. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> just become a stick. If I if I could fit into a small, I think I'd be a little undernourished. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, we all have we we're all born with our limitations, you know. Some people are just as small. Yep, just a tiny boy <laughs> in a thirty-two-year-old man's body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, guys, um, I don't I don't know where to leave this off at, but um, is there is do we do we miss anything important here with with Katan with the CP um, with prosthetic? It came out on May seventh. We got that obviously. Okay, I know what I should ask. The, what I like to ask, at least, um, where is the best place for people without because because like obviously you're not touring right now. There's nothing lined up, uh, but where could people go to buy Catan related things? The album where you can actually benefit from it. So that would just be CatanBands.com. Um, okay. That's so buy, that's buying it from us. So, right. Um, obviously, that helps us more um but uh really uh wherever if you you know they stumble across it somewhere else great go for it you know uh, i just want people to listen to it um we'll probably we don't have any we don't have much merch to speak of right now besides the ep itself but we're we're, we're getting rolling with that so we'll probably have some you know normal band shit soon shirts and whatnot um it we gotta i gotta tell you just being two people it's a lot easier to make decisions on designs and things like that so that's why i do this alone man Yep, <laughs> it's it's not a not a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's it's much easier with less less heads in the game. Yeah. Yep, and um, if we come out with any shirts or anything like that, um, we have Instagram and yeah. Twitter all and all that usuals. stuff, and it's Catan Band, right, Nick? Yep. Yep. On all the favorite social media platforms that we really love. Posting <laughs> specifically yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Definitely don't TikTok, forget right? to yeah. post for like two weeks. Yep. Time. Yeah, Nick just uh, <laughs> Nick just con- consistently live streams on TikTok. Oh yeah, from the Catan account. <laughs> he just talks about depressing. Yeah, I'm so as you can tell, I'm probably tell I'm such a depressing person in real life. You know, I just like to, I like to carry that with me every day. You know. Well. You... <laughs> Whatever, whatever it takes to make good music like this, I'll, 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 I'll allow it. But hey, guys, um, thanks for doing this. Um, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you having fun with me too. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, so I don't know. Have a good night, fellas. Awesome, man. Thanks, thanks. man. All right, you too. Good talking to you. All right. Later, All right. See Take ya. care, man. Yep. You too.
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Nick and Brett of Catan. Great guys. Fun time. Uh, the song you just heard was Abyss from their self-titled EP, which is out now on Prosthetic Records. I implore you to go pick it up. It is fantastic. You only, you're only missing two songs after listening to this, EP, this uh, episode, so uh, go hear the rest of the EP. Purchase it uh, wherever they said to purchase it. I forget where that was, um, but you can find it by looking up Catan Band on Google. That's, what, that's, that's become the way I search for everything. You're not going to get anything Chris Catan, Chris Catan related if you, if you put band in there, but if you don't, you're going to get a lot of that guy. So be warned. But that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Um, if you feel like subscribing, liking, sharing, whatever, all the shit that we always beg you to do on our podcast, that would be cool if you can do that. It'd also just be cool if you can go to Patreon and sign up to give me $2 a month. <laughs> It'd also be cool. Actually, it'd be cooler if you just like hand-delivered me hundreds of dollars every month. Every month, That'd be, that'd be much cooler. Um, it'd be cool if the Sixers can beat the Hawks in four games. It'd be cool if uh, the weather stayed like high 70s all year long. And I can't deliver any of those things, and I doubt you can either. But I can deliver you another song from Orphan Donor. I played them at the end of last week's episode. Uh, they are a project by the drummer of Secret Cutter, if that means anything to you. They're based out of Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, they say they call it Screamo or something else. I'm not sure exactly how you categorize it. And I don't care because I like it. This song is called Pendulum Grip and it's out now. So check it out. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 